0: Hey, yo! Hey, welcome back! Welcome Welcome
1: back! back. We in this. Welcome
0: back! Welcome back! Was that who's that?
1: That was Mace. Mace. I was playing that when I went back to New York in the car. (laughs) (laughs) I was putting on top of the world, like I'm back in the city. I'm back, y'all. Y'all thought y'all had left me, but I'm
0: back. And they (laughs) they left me again. again. <laughs> they love me again. <laughs> hey, they, they want your
1: boy. They ain't want your boy. I'm glad you want your boy. I'm glad
0: you want your boy. Oh, welcome back. <laughs> oh, I'll let oh. you come back. I'll let you come back. Thank you. So, man, this is. What? Like, we. <laughs> this is episode 11. So, we literally have.
1: It's episode 11?
0: One more episode before this season
1: oh is over. Oh, my goodness. Over. It's only like episode five or six for me.
0: No, that's not true. That's not true.
1: How many did you do?
0: I don't know. I, I don't think really you did a
1: few remember. without me. You did me like
0: the Jets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you did me like the Jets.
0: So <laughs> you ain't want your boy for a few episodes.
1: So no. Now I'm saying welcome back. And then you're gonna diss me again. Number twelve. Hey, I will holler at y'all. I know y'all gonna do number twelve without me. <laughs> we
0: are not. <laughs> y'all gonna do number we twelve without crazy. your boy. We are not, we are not. you gotta be a part of uh, listen. Those I, those hope so. of I hope so. I hope so. If, if not, we'll just have to tack on one more. Uh, you see how they put so... that disclaimer?
1: You got to watch when people put disclaimers <laughs> in the sentence. They'd be like,
0: yeah, I think
1: you're a great person, but when they put that but in there, ain't nothing good. Whatever they say, don't true. listen to whatever they say before. Listen to what they say after <laughs> the but because people use that. What you say, you got to make a sandwich.
0: Positive, negative, a positive. Positive,
1: negative, positive. So you yeah. got a negative that you want to say, so you hit them with a little positive. Then you put the negative in there that you want to say and then you sprinkle on a little positive. See, that means all the rest, the positive is all the fluff.
0: No, it's not. Tomorrow, that's not what that means. That is not what that means. You are, you Because you want to, you want, listen, you you have to build the sandwich. You have to build the sandwich because you want people to know that you're not coming at them with all bad things, all bad intentions. It's like, no, there is some great in here. However, we have to dress what's not going the way that I desire for it to go. And then mm-hmm. we're going to come back and we're going to encourage you and reiterate on the, the positive note of the,
1: yeah, that's how I'm saying. That's how the sandwich goes. Like you were great. What? People loved you, <laughs> but you're just not the right fit for where we're trying to go. And we wish you well on wherever you go next. We know you you're going to so kill crazy. it. So at the end of the day you outside with your stuff and looking <laughs> for what's next like they done got rid of you so, and they ain't next. thinking and once they kick you out they ain't in there like
0: man he was so great
1: man i hope he lands on it a- he's gonna definitely land on his feet like man i'm glad he ain't up here no more
0: that is not true i would i wouldn't do that i would do that mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> 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 maybe, maybe not. Uh, let me put a disclaimer. Like she said, she would never. <laughs> never said. No. But you know, we may have a, a spinoff. We may have a spinoff or something. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Okay. But what I wanted to do with this episode is um take some of the questions that we get asked, like all the time mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just really answer some of those for people. And mm-hmm. so I went back through like some questionnaires on Instagram and different things over the years and just tried to pull a few of those questions. And so I felt like we had many probably-
1: questions from people who saw the podcast and asked questions.
0: Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So a little Q and a, um, before, you know, we end this season, which I don't know. How are you feeling about that?
1: It's gone quick,
0: quick. Yeah. It
1: has gone quick and I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed every bit of it.
0: It's been fun. It's been fun.
1: Side by side, my Ace it mm-hmm. has been has been very enjoyable. Um, it's been a magic ride, you know, yeah. being able to get the call up, invited to be <laughs> yeah. an interim co host, then getting official but not official co host, and then allowing to lead an episode. And man, it's, we're here.
0: Started from the bottom, now we're here. Now
1: we're here. Now we here. Now we here. <laughs> and, 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 and it's been a great ride with you guys. And so we've heard your questions and we're going to hit to some we're of
0: them. We're going to get to the questions, to the questions.
1: Bring the people in.
0: Bring people in. Okay. So I kind of um, want to start with, because, you know, we're, we're a couple and, and we're one and everything else happens after we happen or we mm-hmm. happen. And so the first question is, why did we get married so young? Um, I think oh, that's a <laughs> I was 24, mm-hmm. almost 25. 24. And so that means you were like 23.
1: 23.
0: So um, it's like, how did you, Well, why did you get married so young? And then how did you know, like you were ready for such a big commitment? Mm-hmm. And um, I guess I can't, I won't reveal who asked this question. However, I know in our communities, a lot of times there's this notion that you should date for like five, 10 years, Mm. you know, you should go through all the highs of the highs and the lows of the lows. And that's what identifies that. The love is going to last for like eternity, and you're destined for like a happily ever after. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, why?
1: Why? That's it? great. Um, well, number one, everything for me, perspective wise, happened after I came to Christ. Mm-hmm. So that shifted my whole perspective and outlook on life, and how I looked at relationships, how I looked at myself, and and everything. Um, and I remember. Uh, doing evangelism training and learning all these things from that the Bible says about relationships and, uh, you know, how we're supposed to be pure and, um, you know, that your wife is the person that you're supposed to be one with and all these different things that I'd never really heard about before. Like, you know, you growing up, you know, I grew up is get as many girls as you can. And that's, that's what you do. Um, and so, like this concept of, you know, first of all, just having one person, and then um, the only time that you guys can be intimate is after you get married. That was a totally new concept. And I so, I mean, you hear you grow up step. hearing about all this stuff, but you don't really mm-hmm. think like, um, like okay, that's what you're supposed to do, but ain't nobody really doing that. So right,
0: because like, other sins are highlighted.
1: Yeah, yeah, more yeah, more yeah. So yeah. like, I think that was when it first hit me. Like, man. And I was, I was in a relationship at the time and it was just like, man, I'm in this relationship and it's, it's impure, like we're doing things we're not supposed to. And so like the first thing is like, okay, I want to keep the relationship, but I'm going to stop those things, mm-hmm. but then not realize that that was incredibly difficult. And so it ended up like that relationship was broke off and now I was alone and I'm like, okay, well, I can't just get back into a relationship. Like I need to figure out how to walk and purify my own life mm-hmm. and just spend time with God. And when I did that, it was like, Okay. When I got to a point, it was like, okay, the next person I date, I'm going to be marrying them. And the reason why, because the Bible actually says it's better not to marry because your focus will be fully on God. Yes. But he said- Don't marry. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But then the Bible comes back and says, uh, it's better to marry than to burn away with lust. And so I know that he was talking about me because-
0: He wasn't just talking about it. I
1: ain't going to just be out here living and be dry boned. I just That ain't me. That ain't my story. <laughs> I just better be out here. Not, I, I ain't like I'm just going to be like I'm just out here <laughs> preaching the gospel and I ain't got no desire for intimacy. But
0: that's somebody's story. That is somebody's
1: story. Oh, and man. I wish them all the power. That's somebody's you know what? Story. I am absolutely amazed at them, but we cannot relate on any level <laughs> when it comes to that. <laughs> Like zero. And especially what I've been exposed to here in our home.
0: Can you answer these <laughs> the, people? Questions?
1: Listen, ain't no going back. There's I, no going back.
0: I, listen, I'm not. I am not. <laughs> there is
1: no going back. <laughs> you know what? That thing made me so strong. If I pass away, Lord, take me. I'm going to come about to gray to get that. much. <laughs> it's gonna I be a zombie knocking know. on your door like it's a skeleton <laughs> <I do. laughs> you are it's a skeleton okay okay get back to what i'm saying but that was my story so i knew i had to get married okay. you know and then now we got into the dating phase and i got to know you and now there's i got to know you in in, in ways because we went two years you know, for a, a full year, I went a year before I met you, Sullivan, and then we dated a four-year Sullivan. but I got to know you in intimate ways and more spiritual, from a spiritual and a mental level, um, and which has made a yearning for me to be attached to you physically, mm-hmm. and that's why I believe if people date the right way. They're going to, it's going to be more likely that you're going to get married quicker mm-hmm. because that's off the table. Yep. And so like, as a desire for me to be like, especially after we got engaged, I want to be physically intimate with you, but I can't until we have that covenant. And now that desire was stronger. So at that point it's like, man, we need to get married tomorrow, you know? And so like that idea of five year dating, like, no, you burn away with lust. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna burn away with lust, you know? And so like, (laughs) like the Bible is just real in that point. And so for me, it was, you know what, I'm gonna not know I need okay. to marry. And then it was just about praying like God sent that right one. Right. And then, you know, he sent you and it was it was no question. So
0: well, Yeah, yeah. Well I I think for me I always had like a ton of checklists. Like I'm gonna be married by this age, I'm gonna do this by that age. And I had like all these things in marriage has always been like definitely at the forefront of a lot of what I desire for myself. Um, and so essentially, you know, being exposed to you have to date all these different amount of years in order to know like it's real real um that didn't always sit well with me, but you know it's just like you become a product of your environment so you begin to adopt those things mm-hmm. as well and I remember like <clears throat> over the course of my life of just like experiencing dating because we both lived a lot of life before we met each other, I mm-hmm. feel like, even mm-hmm. in our tender ages.
1: Yeah, you know? for sure. We did.
0: And so we'd already lived a, a lot of life and just kind of had gotten to a place where we really knew exactly what we desired. Mm-hmm. And we had um, come into this relationship with Christ, like you, you mentioned. And then that just kind of uh, reaffirmed the things that we already knew about ourselves, speaking specifically about myself. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, I know what I want. And I was at a place in life where I wasn't willing to compromise any longer. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to take one more final shot. What is it? One more trip around the- <laughs> to to see if I was really going to um find like this this love story, this love mm-hmm. story that we we desperately desire as mm-hmm. women at times, which is not healthy. But mm-hmm long story short like i feel like just god just confirmed to me over and over again after i really understood like what marriage was mm-hmm. and how god had designed for it to be and uh i i really just prayed that god would show me when it was time and who that person was and he did that and i i wasn't i wasn't afraid of the commitment i wasn't afraid that you know, I'd only known you for a short amount of time. It just, it felt right. And I felt like God checked every box when it came to my list. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I was like, wait, that wasn't even on my list. Let me add some, you know, even the notes at the mm-hmm. bottom of your list. So it's like, okay, God, like you're going over and beyond mm-hmm. to prove to me that your hand is in
1: there. Oh, I had things, I had things that you didn't even have on your list. Um, <laughs> some good things that you didn't have on your list. <laughs>
0: You did. You I had did. some
1: bonus features. You
0: had some bonus features. I had to make some notes at the bottom. What
1: was give me give me like one. No. I, I didn't even notice. Yeah, give me like one. <laughs> what was one of the bonus features like you didn't even have on this, your list that you like ladies y'all need to have this on your list.
0: Well, the the first thing was like the way you protected and pursued me. Like I remember being in relationships before where I would say, "Hey, so and, and I didn't even know like why this was a thing for me because it wasn't anything that had really been preached preached. Um it was like okay uh could you wait until we were married to be like intimate with me and like lead that everybody like, Yeah absolutely <laughs> like they knew dog the <laughs> like what's she on? Uh, yeah uh uh-huh. w- huh <laughs> yeah, that was you I got just, you no, okay. I got you I got you covered you know <laughs> and so, and so because i felt like we we both understood you know christ uh, to a certain extent uh that was on our list but to to see somebody take charge in the area Mm. to where like i wasn't having to ask that over and over again Mm -hmm. because you weren't trying to go there Mm -hmm. or you were so strong at putting that boundary up um Mm Like it, I was like, wait, that wasn't on my list for you to leave that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or um, another thing was just like not having to teach you how to charm and be romantic. But a lot of guys like, that they're, mm-hmm. they're not into picnics and writing poems and letters and things like that, like a lot of times you have to tell that person that. And so, mm-hmm. although I knew that was something I desired, that wasn't on my list. It's just like, you know, I automatically thought, I'll teach somebody how to, to become extremely romantic. So I didn't write it on my list cause I didn't think guys were really
1: mm. romantic
0: like that or charming naturally. So
1: this notion of women actually having a dating list is a real thing.
0: Yes. It's a real thing. Absolutely.
1: I thought that's something like you hear on TV or something. Like no, that.
0: no, 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 no.
1: It's a real, it's thing.
0: a real thing. Like I had a list a list, a hard list.
1: And so when the guy comes, you just start like, okay, start he going got over this, my list. He got this, he got this, he don't got this, but that's okay. He right? Got this. Really?
0: Right. That's- and although physical features weren't like a big thing, like they were on my list, I had these features, but I, that's something I could be in. Like I just can't be like, he got to be this, he got to be that, he got to yeah. be that when it comes out. He looks, but I do have a preference, mm. and so, I mean, even <laughs> that, was, that was on my list. Like, I would love to have a tall, hunk, dark, dark skin. <laughs> <laughs> you, like that. you like that chocolate uh, drop? Uh, yeah, I like chocolate drop. I like chocolate drop. So, on. yeah, there's a list. You have a list, and but you have some things on your list. My list was broken down Um, at some point. Negotiables, non-negotiables, the, mm-hmm. the, the physical features. Mm-hmm. Like, those were negotiables. So, yeah. you know, you, you create these lists, and you have to know what you want. But I think... You know, what happens a lot of times is people start to X things out their list because I remember when I was working one time and I would talk to, I had a lot of male friends at work and I would tell them like what all these things were on my list. They were like, miss Gill, you ain't going to find that you looking for Jesus. I was like, what? Like you looking for Jesus? You ain't going to find nobody doing all that. I was like, well, these are my none non-negotiables. So I knew my list was pretty high mm-hmm. at the time. But um, you kept it high but I kept high and I wasn't willing to be in any longer. And so yeah. that was beneficial for me. And once that was like, oh, wait, I got to make notes at the bottom of like all my checks.
1: Wow. And, right. and, and, and that's in, and that's important. Uh, like why well, parents should be praying for their kids, their spouses. Yes. Um, and like, you should be prayerful about like what it is that you desire and having that list because you knew what you wanted. Mm-hmm. God was making me into that. Yes. Because I was not that. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I was not that. And That's what God I heard. And, and 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 the 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 amazing thing of like how God orchestrates is because he knew what you were looking for and he made me into that so that I could be that in that moment so that you right. could see it. Yeah. And yeah. even though like all these different things um are on your list and like that's amazing. It's like all those things. God is still making me into those things. Yes. it's not like that's a finished product.
0: Oh no, definitely not a, <laughs> definitely not. You know a what finished I'm saying? Product, and
1: that's what I think. A lot of times people <laughs> yes. think like, you know how people always say like, you're not who I married. Like or you're
0: supposed to change. Or yeah, like you're people not gonna, are
1: gonna change, yeah. and it's like whatever you saw in them, like when you married them, because now that's a covenant under God, and so what the Bible says, what man, what God joins together, let no man separate. Like that's the visual that God lets you see of what he's making that person into. Mm-hmm. And that's the importance of stand on your journey. Right. And not, and not being like, okay, I'm good. Like I got to this point. And that's what I think a lot of times in life, we all get off the gas a little bit.
0: Yes. Yes, we do. And
1: instead of being like, you know, that's the image, like we're, we're children of God. That's who we are, but we're being made into the image of God mm-hmm. and that's a lifelong journey. And that's what you're signing up for. Yep. Like, are you willing to stay in the fight with your partner while they're being conformed into the image of God? Mm. You know? And so like, that's, 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 that's next level. But I, cause I never know this, what you saw when you saw me, like did you had this checklist and of, of, of these things and like,
0: that's it. That's it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? my checklist had changed just mm-hmm. because I'd experienced so much life. It's like, okay. Like, this is my last list. Wow. I made all the edits to it
1: now. You made the edits. <laughs> I made <it>. So <laughs> I to make some edits because yeah. his brothers ain't never gonna make this list.
0: His brothers <laughs> is
1: not gonna make it. I gotta <sighs> work
0: this thing down. Oh man. but yeah. So the other question is <clears throat>
1: Your son running up the steps. He done stolen lemonade.
0: Oh, goodness. Oh,
1: these <laughs> like, kids. Like nobody see him.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. So what were the biggest challenges uh, you faced in the early years? In marriage? In marriage. We're still talking about marriage
1: here. In the early years, I think I felt, felt a lot more challenges in the later years than the early years. I would say the early years was just balancing expectations with reality. Yes. You know, I think like man, we came in, like man, we're going to set this is what our budget going to be. We had expectations of what the league <laughs> was going to be. We had a lot of We had expectations, expectations of what, what life was going to be like. I mean, we had expectations that we were going to wait 2 years before we had kids and then we realized that we want to start having them in 6 months. Um, you know, it was just a lot, you know, like what it's like to to own your own home and live in your own space you know, and live together, like it was just getting used to that. Right. You know, and so like you have all these expectations, but the reality of them are a lot different. And that can be stressful Mm -hmm. because it's just like, why isn't this going how I had it planned? Right. Or this is way more complicated than I thought. But I think we did so much in our early years. And and before we were married in our engagement, we had so many conversations.
0: We did have a lot of conversations. Our
1: expectations were very similar. Yes. Well, we had an understanding of this is what she expects out of me. This is what I expect out of her, that we both know and we were both willing to meet those expectations. Yes. And so that minimized the the expectation that we just couldn't know. So, like, I know the things that I know about me and what I'm looking for in our marriage. You know the things you're looking for in our marriage. And we're able to communicate that. But then there's things that you may expect living in a house together is going to be a certain way, but it's different. You may expect when you're, when you have your first kid, it's going to be one way, but it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. You may expect, you know, uh, moving to a new city. We didn't know what New York was going to be like. So you have all these expectations of what it's going to be like, but then you get there and it's different. And so I think that was, was the only challenges was the things that, that were unknown. Right. And so, uh, I was just certainly glad that we had done so much communicating in the early years, that pre- minimized the challenges, but I feel like as, as as time went on, we had to evolve our communication mm-hmm. because that communication lasted, what, like five years, right? and we were able to stay in kind of that euphoria phase, and then we were like, wait, something's happened. There's a lot of tension going on, mm-hmm. and we had to evolve our communication so that we can get back on the same page, and so, like, that was a challenge because I feel like when you're getting ready to get married, like, you're like okay, this is going to be a challenge, but I'm ready to meet it. Right. And you go in and you're like, all you can prepare for is that first phase.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> you, can't
1: prepare for that. you know, like, you know, people, you know, you hear all the nightmare stories of like the first two years that.
0: Marriage know, is a hard, well, p- I, and I remember hearing that all the time. It was like, listen, I'm just going to tell you your first year, first two years, maybe are going to be the hardest. And for me, I was just like anticipating that, mm-hmm. but it wasn't any of the horror stories that i had heard so i'm like are we okay Mm -hmm. are we normal like all these things people warned us about like the first couple of years like i'm not seeing so Mm -hmm. just want to make sure we're good i think the challenging part for me was going from being like extremely independent uh having all these things planned out about my life and like you always said you were going to the NFL, but if like I didn't really You'll believe that, I was like she ah, thought I
1: was a bum, y'all.
0: Well, I knew nothing about football, like absolutely nothing about football. I went to I went to HBCU where we didn't even have a football team. It was college Bearcats? Where, yeah, but we didn't have a football team. So I'm like, well, I mean NFL, like that's like a once in a lifetime opportunity. I don't. What's your name? I don't even know you like that. She was like. <laughs>
1: I'm like yeah I'm going to the league yeah okay <laughs> what you gonna be doing with your time
0: I I didn't believe it so be, because your dream became a reality then my reality was no longer my reality because mm-hmm. you had a once in a lifetime opportunity mm-hmm. versus a lot of things on my list like it could happen. like 20 years later it wasn't like Mm -hmm. a small window. Mm -hmm. And so I think the challenging part for me was being in this place, uh, where I really had to let everything go that I had
1: previously been doing. And And that that was, and that was a challenge. That was a challenge. That that was, that was, that was very challenging. Um, kind of watching go through that because you're a very independent person. Like you're like a boss, always in charge, always in control. Um, always have a plan. Like you have a plan on top of a plan on top of a plan. Like if this don't work out, I'm going to this and then I'm going to this. Like you were the first person I met that has a, this, this (laughs) woman has a real rainy day fund. Like you hear people like, I got a rainy day stash. Like, no, she had a, a real rainy day stash. You have to. Like tens of thousands of dollars stacked up in college.
0: what? I started working at 15, so. Like
1: not in the bank account. Like, bank account sit, but then got an additional cash to the side. Like, why you got all this money? Like, who you done robbed?
0: <laughs> what is this? That's my that was before thing. debit cards were as big as they are now, That's, too. It's my was...
1: rainy day stash. And I'm like, a rainy day stash? Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> never know what might happen. I'm like, this woman is on a different level out here. Huh. Like, first of all, she got her life together.
0: No, working. I'm
1: giving. I'm giving the, the nitty gritty. These people don't know. They don't know this side of Tam. They only know League Tam. I'm telling When I met Tam, I'm telling you, <laughs> name Michelle Obama on steroids. <laughs> this, is, this is how Michelle Obama probably. That okay. when, well, Obama was like, I got to snatch her up. She is on point like folks do not know what is here. Like, look i'm telling you working multiple jobs going to class full full class schedule multiple jobs i don't think y'all heard that full class schedule not no part-time student full-time student working multiple jobs got her stuff together car paid paying her own bills 21 22 years i'm telling you 21 22 years old like locked in like most of y'all know 21 22 my mom
0: did a great job most of y'all know
1: let me finish let me finish my rant most of y'all know 21 22 years you either got a sibling that age you got a kid that age you got a friend that age you got somebody you mentoring that age and you know they don't got their stuff together they out here just creating chaos on top of that i'm telling you she had her stuff together and had her life planned out. And then on top of that, had a rainy day month. Like I'm talking about, I thought she robbed somebody, y'all.
0: He with me for my money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're right. You're right. I was. I'm like, I'm in good hands right here. I'm not going to mess this up. And she cooked. And, the, uh, and she cooked three meals a day, hot and ready. Like what in the world?
0: <laughs> yeah, so crazy. Listen,
1: I'm like you. I'm adding to my checklist. This <laughs> I didn't have that on my list. I need this. I need you know what? This is the list. <laughs> I'm just gonna get this one. <laughs> I told you I was
0: like, you ain't never had a woman before. oh you, you said it and you
1: was it and you look, I'm in the car with my seatbelt bucket <laughs> up, riding five years five kids later, eleven years in, and come on Lord. Uh. Won't he will? Won't he will? For all y'all out there that's I was in, I was living a bachelor's life, eating eggs and, and uh, lunch meat every day Demario. and look at, look at God, look what? at all God. All this y'all see this, this is come on. her. Okay.
0: Let me, let me get on with the, the list. Okay. The okay. Got
1: something. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm just
0: saying. Yeah. Okay. So do you always like each other? Do you always like me?
1: I always like you. I always like you. Now we have intense fellowship sometimes, but I always like. Okay. I always like you. Like you're my favorite person.
0: You're my favorite person too. You you are. Like I do like doing life with you. Yeah.
1: Like even in times where I'm upset with mm-hmm. you, like or we have. How could
0: you ever be upset with me?
1: Um, yeah. It's, it's my folly <laughs> when I'm <laughs> when I'm distorted. And that's crazy because most of the time, when I'm upset, I'm the one that's confused. It's not you. But um, the, the few times that you are when I'm upset, it's almost like. I can't stay mad mm-hmm. at you or I can't stay because I like you so much. I agree. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, no, my person, you need to come here.
0: No, that's the same. Same. I, I know. Like, I, I always like you. Like, I don't always like some of the things you do or mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. but it never stands in the way of me actually liking you. And as I'd be so, I'm,
1: I'm just like Roman Parker, our son. He'd be He's easily hurt. I'd be so hurt when I say something that you, annoys you. Because you don't like when like I say something that sounds egotistical.
0: Oh, I, I, or like I do not
1: like. And you make a face. I'm like, oh, she's so disappointed no, in me. No. Yeah, I don't
0: like that. No, no. This is like, <laughs> not good for you. Not good for you. Okay, so. I am going to, because we spent so much time on those other questions about marriage, I'm going to flip over to parenting, like some of the parenting questions I got. And so, um, how did you know you were ready to have kids? Well, I, I told the story, which they probably go back and listen to the episode before this, mm-hmm. I think, or two episodes, two episodes before before it. Before. but it was the Lion King. Uh, we mm-hmm. always knew we wanted kids. We always knew we wanted a lot, but we go to see Lion King play and Mario decides he's ready to have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, Another thing is how do you how do we interact on a personal level with our kids so I, I remember uh I guess maybe a few months ago I was having this conversation I was on the phone with a friend from college and one of the kids was we were at Grey Wolf Lodge and we were about to go out or whatever and I have a conversation with them really quick before we go out and they said on the phone they were like oh like you like really talk to them like they're like little big people like Almost like they're adults. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, yeah, they're they're people. Mm-hmm. Like there isn't, mm-hmm. um, you know, a way to talk to kids versus a way mm-hmm. to talk to adults. Um, so, uh, how 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 do we go about doing that, I guess if that's the question.
1: Yeah, we we get on their level. Mm-hmm. Like even when they were young and stuff go on, we get down on a knee or down to their level and talk directly to them mm-hmm. instead of trying to just and. I think the easy thing for parents is be like, you should have known that. Or oh, why did you do that? You know, out of frustration right. because it catches you off guard, but you have to slow down yes. and realize that they haven't been here that long. Like mm-hmm. our oldest kid has only been in the world eight years. Right. You know? And so and next week, nine, next week you know? Nine, yeah. Um, And so, you know, we have a five year old, we have a six year old, we have a three year old, have a seven year old. They haven't been here that long.
0: Exactly.
1: And, um, they haven't been exposed to that much. And so when they're going through things, they're just trying to figure it out. They're trying to learn mm-hmm. and they're looking for us to to teach them. Right. And so we can't be so busy in our day that we don't take time to teach them. You know, just a, a very real moment was uh, last night. You know, my son was like, I want you to come play Pir- Pirates with us. Oh, yes. And, you know, and you're like, man, I had a full day got a lot going on me and your mama we busy it's late night we still got stuff that we want to do and you want to play pirate you can't play pirate tonight he's like you can't play pirate no night <laughs> you don't play no pirate, mind <laughs> you just in there playing a different game with him earlier this week but he's like you don't play pirate no nights you don't play you know you don't play on monday you don't play on tuesday you don't play on wednesday he went through <laughs> all the days of real the week. Bad stuff. Yeah, and you feel bad and it's very easy just to be like disregard that you know but what he's showing is, in his understanding, is I want to play, and I'm being told more than not that you don't want to play. And so, even if yes. it's, and so as a parent, you want to justify it and you just be like, "Well, I played with you the other night. I can't play all the time." It's done. Because my but, dad would be like, "We ain't playing
0: pirates? you get on out of here now. I'll see you next week. We may play pirates then. Better get out of here."
1: Yeah. And so, instead, <laughs> you have to slow down. You have to slow down. And and, and you know what. You know, go up. I'll be up in a little bit. And I had another thing that I wanted to do with them, which was our worship. We just sing like a worship song because I was going to do that. And I was like, no pirate tonight. that. We're going to do worship. And I just realized, like, we can do the worship and play pirate at the same time. And so it just remind, required me to humble myself and oh, hear him yeah. and say, like, he's not upset in this moment and just being a kid, being a kid. Like, you like, oh, man, he's going to be all right. He's a kid. Like, No. Like he's logging this as a moment that's happening to him. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever want you to feel like you have something that you're requesting that I'm unwilling to meet. And the fact that you're logging in, it, is this all the time happening? Like I'm not right. going to be able to do this every night, right? but I have it in me to do it tonight. And that's all I can do is like, I'm going to hear you and I'm going to meet you. Because if I had a friend who was like, man, you ain't never there for me. If somebody who's who I see is is, is my equal like, you ain't never there for me. I'm going to do everything I can to try to make that person feel like yeah. I am versus like, man, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. all right. Yes. I know you feel like that, but you're going to be all right. Like, yeah. no, you're going to, no, I want you to know, like, I'm here for you. Like, I just can't be there right now. Exactly. You're going to try to, like, and there was no reason for me to let him know, like, I couldn't play with him. Yep. Like, I didn't have him like, I just can't do it tonight, but I promise you I'll make it up. Because that's what you would do to an adult. You'd be like, I can't do this right now but I'm going to make it up.
0: Exactly. Or you're like,
1: oh, you know what? I'm going to do it. And so like, well, that's what I did. I went up and played Pirates with them. We had a great time. And we, I just turned the worship song on while we were on the on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a great time and a great moment. And it may be something that the kids log. It may be something that they forget. But it's those moments in a way that you just, you just see them as like, they they're real people and they have yeah. emotions and they're valid. They're not something that you can just dismiss. Yep. I think we just take on that type of personality with the kids all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, which is fun. Y'all always play without me. I kind of get that
1: I heard you had a moment where you read with them the other night. <laughs> they were so excited.
0: <laughs> you know, I don't really do. They had
1: a moment. Like, they gonna have all your moments long. <laughs> they gonna have all your moments long.
0: Uh, all of them, because I am not uh, playing pirates. Yeah, but, but, but you do a good job.
1: You could do a good job of balancing, because uh, you, do, you do everything. Like, yeah,
0: I'm like, you, you got that. Like, I'm depleted
1: at 7.30. I feel so bad the other night. Roman was sick and you were gone. You were coming back from Nashville. He was like, my throat's kind of scratchy, Dad. I was like, yeah, man. Um, go ask PG to get you some cough some spray. He was like, where's mom? <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, you not equipped to handle me while I'm sick. <laughs>
0: My, my man <laughs> it's
1: like, you are not who i'm looking for in this moment like,
0: like he come to
1: me when it's time for pirates and he gonna cry but he ain't looking for me when it's time to get wear. Well. he wasn't like you ain't never got the medicine for me you don't got the medicine on monday you don't got the medicine on tuesday it was just like you know what? ain't even worth it at this moment. You, you ain't equipped for this. He don't know what you're doing. What my, mama. On, my, mama. my mama. <laughs> <laughs> You got to know your role. You got to know your
0: know role. I, I know my...
1: I know Look, my. I can't miss on the medicine and miss God. on pirates. Like, bro, you got to have some value. You know what, mama? Let's have a conversation about that dude you got here. <laughs> he ain't ready for medicine. He ain't playing with pirates. Is he bringing you any
0: value? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: At the time I was gone, he was like, I rub your back, Mom. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh,
0: you silly. You silly. Okay. So the other question is, do we sleep train? That that was a question. I don't know. I guess.
1: You got that down like, to a size now.
0: Well, we did sleep train. Mm-hmm. We have before. Mm-hmm. I feel like this last little baby. But you're getting She she She's super clingy. So. But you get a...
1: We You have to go through like three or four phases of it. Yeah. But you, you got to go it down. Yes, we do.
0: Sleep trained yeah. uh, for the most part. Yeah. Um, and when, <laughs> when we do, um, we do do the cry it out method. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're bigger and start to do, um, I guess, regression, I guess they begin to regress mm-hmm. sometimes. Then, you know, we did the okay to wake clock where, mm-hmm. well, I'm, listen, the first color I teach is green. Green. Yeah, one, they'll come out the room. Until <laughs> the clock turns green. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um We've done the gates at the bedroom doors just mm-hmm. to keep them from like rambling and walking throughout the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we sleep train is beneficial. I do. I mean, we co-sleep. We've we've done it all. Mm-hmm. I mean, we co-sleep all. as well, and sometimes we still co-sleep.
1: But and I don't think there's a, a formula for every kid. No, like the sleep training works. Like if you apply a formula, we know it works for all the kids. Yes. Um, and regression is different for all the kids. Yes. Um, it's whatever keeps you peaceful, whatever keeps, I think it's different things for different kids. Mm -hmm. Like some kids are, they regress a little bit, but they're not really regressing. They just want comfort. So they'll come in and lay with you and you can just take them back to their bed. Like they're not going to do it on a, on a regular basis. But then some kids like it's, it's almost like can be bad. Cause you let them, cause they'll just keep coming, because they're like still in that dependent phase, mm-hmm. and so it's like you have to kind of be able to recognize: is it a moment where they're just like they're sick, or they just need some extra cuddling? Like like our son, like Roman, he doesn't come there that much, but he will when he wants to be close. Yes, and but he's not like
0: regressive. Oh, he like to come when you ain't there. Dad <laughs> ain't here. Can I come sleep with you? You you don't want to be alone. I'm gonna protect. I'm like, Bruh, I'm good.
1: If somebody come to those doors here. You... he
0: going to be running on me on the back of my neck. <laughs> oh. He has this thing where he thinks he's the man of the house when
1: you're there. That that's, like, that's, uh, that's a real thing wait. with kids. I didn't know that was a real thing. That's a real thing. Because Bailey thinks she you. She, she Bailey want to be my wife.
0: <laughs>
1: is, Our so crazy. She's, just, she's very defensive. <laughs> like, don't sleep with mommy tonight. <laughs> sleep with me. And they'll tell oh. you, stay away from my husband. <laughs> Ah, i love
0: that that. yeah and so
1: it's uh it's it's precious but i think it's different and you have to be able to like some of our kids it was like the right time to sleep train them right away Some of my kids was a little delayed a little delayed
0: like this little stormy but i
1: think it's most important for the parents yes to be on the same page
0: that that we have never
1: really had a disagreement about the sleeping arrangements for the kids. Yes, or, I like, agree. You let them in here too much or you taking them back to the bed too fast. Like, yep. We're always on the same page. Yep. So,
0: yep. So, okay. The other two that I guess we can hit on really quick is, um, why do we homeschool and do we spank? So, mm. um, did a podcast about homeschooling, but we homeschool primarily because we love the flexibility mm-hmm. that it provides for our family especially um we move a lot mm-hmm. and just our schedules look a lot different so we do love that flexibility we love the time that it gives us with the kids so um i think because they're so young and like the 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 phase of life and with all the, all the changes and not to say like this is the only way, this is why we choose to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the family in time. I love mm-hmm. that they're each other's best friends. I love that we're um, knitting the family together um, tightly, like during these foundational years. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be very, very beneficial for uh, so many other things of how they interact and engage with each other and mm-hmm. other people. Uh, I think the other reason we homeschool is because we love, Individualized education. We like that we're able to create a learning environment for the kids based on how we feel like they thrive mm-hmm. and how we desire to see them flourish. And so, yeah,
1: yeah, I think um, the biggest thing with homeschooling is like the word tells us to to bring our, our kids up in the instruction of the Lord. Um, and they're young, teach them the way they should go, and they, when they get older, they won't depart from it. And So that's what I enjoy. Like the things that we set in place spiritually, like they pick up Mm -hmm. and it's not a lot that is combating them. Yes. And so like.
0: Control of their influence.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We do like scripture memory verse. Like when we do scripture memory verses, they're not having a hard time remembering those verses because it's like those are the only things that they're they're really called to memorize Um, and like being able to control what they're watching all day. Mm -hmm. like and so it's like a it's very little uh combative things that's Mm -hmm. that's influencing their environment like that's gonna come um but it'll be more organic and they'll be more prepared for it so the way that the lens that we teach um you know it's like we set a pace and like when i'm at work i'm not worried about what our kids are thinking about like i know they're in an environment where the mom is reinforcing everything that we believe in our household
0: yeah and i like when even you know different moments when they're exposed to things that we don't necessarily teach or like, you know, they pick mm-hmm. up on things. I like ha- being the first person to have those moments mm-hmm. to instill yeah, our value, to, 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 to be the first person in a lot of situations to teach, mm-hmm. use those teachable moments because there have been times where someone else has tried to teach in a moment. Um, that's opposite from what we would teach. And so it's like going back and correcting it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm so sorry they told you that. Yeah. That is not what we believe in. That. Not, yeah. and so I get to catch that m- more than that, which I, which I do yeah. love. But it just, I mean, if, it provides a lot of flexibility. It provides us with a lot of time to really spend together as a family. Uh, and we like being in control right now. Yeah. That's not to say that we don't believe in public education or private education one day they may go to school. Like, we're not just like, oh, we're in this little cult and they can never. That
1: that goes right into that next question of, uh, do we spank? And I think it's a lot of times we don't need to. Like, a situation where you would normally whoop your child or spank your child, we don't have a lot of those where our kids was just being blatantly disrespectful, uh, disrespectful, blatantly disobedient. Like,
0: and we do not have perfect kids. No, no, no. no, 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 we, we, no we have some no. little sinners. Oh now. yeah, of
1: course, of <laughs> course. And but it's almost like us. Like, don't think that we don't get into it or we don't have arguments or, you know, really intense fellowship. But it's it's controlled. And how we go about. And how we go about it because of all the other things that are in place. Right. And so the same with our kids because we spend so much time with them, and their life is so consistent that what I believe whooping comes from is a lot of times frustration.
0: And we're, well, I always like to say a distracted parent is a frustrated parent. And a lot of times what I've noticed about myself is I'm the most frustrated when I'm distracted distracted by other things. And And those could be good things that I'm distracted by, but it's just taking my focus and attention from either what's being asked, what's, taking place in the moment. Things exactly.
1: Like that. Yeah. And so when your kids are not, I don't, you know, I'm a public school kid. So, but what happens is it's easier to be distracted when your kids are going all day and then they come home because mm-hmm. you guys have been apart all day. And so whatever your day is still continuing and their day is still continuing. And then they clash mm-hmm. and all you do is you hear something about something that went wrong or they break something or there's a fight. And so it's two worlds that's coming together and colliding and then that leads to an intense moment of fellowship like I got to get my kid back on track right? because they're not acting like my kid. Well, mm-hmm. they, you're not acting like your kid because they haven't been in your environment mm-hmm. for eight hours. Exactly. And they now they're having to, it's like going out in the wild and coming into a civilized environment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it's going to have some some repercussions because they're going to have to have an adjusting period.
0: Ex- yeah. Like whatever yeah.
1: you had to do to be and survive in that environment, that's not how we operate here. Mm-hmm. And if you're distracted or frustrated it's going to take a little time so the kids are screaming and they're yelling and they're fighting well why where, where do they pick that up at you know
0: and some and some of it is natural i remember like um sometimes our kids would um have little fallouts and mm-hmm. screaming and on mm-hmm. the floor um but i just i just step over them and go on about my business <laughs> because as long as they're not hurting themselves yeah. cause i'm like you know what you want attention right now, and I know that's what you want. So I'm just gonna step over you, and then they come falling behind you, and mm-hmm. then they fall out again. I'm like, if you can get up and follow me, yeah. and fall out. You just...
1: Yeah. Like I remember, yeah. I remember being a kid and like thinking of, and fighting my cousins and stuff. Like if I was getting ready to fight them, I would be thinking about like how I have to fight at school.
0: Mm, okay.
1: And so it's like a lot of that intensifies, like you. a moment when you have other things combating. Yes. with that, and so um, yeah, I mean, our kids certainly have their wild moments, but it's it's just a lot more controlled. That's all. It's a lot it's more controlled. It's the same interaction that anybody's dealing with. Yep, it's the same type of situations. Our kids are little sinners. They they learn things and pick up things that, like, where my kid get that from? But we're able <laughs> to catch it. We're able to catch it sooner.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, because
1: we see it. So it's yep. not like they they spend one or two weeks inside whatever it is that they're dealing with before we were able to address it like, yeah wait what did you hear that phrase that like that's new
0: let's talk about it so let's, we have a lot of conversations there's a lot of conversations that happen around here so that's not to say that but don't spankins, get it twisted that spankings don't But don't get it twisted they don't have them we're friendly we're friendly we're friendly but we're not your friends
1: we're not your friends yes so oh you because you you got it you got a real good one time <laughs> listen she would
0: i have that that that, that 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 that. On to the next. I thought, to get, I thought
1: you wanted to get the people
0: to real. I mean, they got a little pow pow, a little pow pow, and you took them to Target afterwards. So yeah. hey,
1: there we go. That's how bad it was. That's that I
0: had that's to. Not. Boy, please, you're so funny. people of this. No, you stop joking. Listen, stop playing with these people. They oh, yeah. had to be out there. For... <laughs> We're jokers <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They yeah. I mean, be <laughs> I mean, like. I they be like, oh, they said. Be like, okay, you got to really know what's to know. That's
1: not, that not going to be, though. You ain't going to know if it's them people or it's me Came back from that grade to, <laughs> to get <Yes>. that. <laughs> that's me out there.
0: <laughs> You're so crazy. <laughs> Open <Over> that door. <dough. laughs> You're so crazy. You're so crazy. Okay, so do we have help managing all the things? I guess that's more, I guess, parenting and all the things. Yes, mm. we do have help. We have help managing. the things but we are not absent we Mm -hmm. are very 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 much present present in not just home life but all the other endeavors that we have like off the field too Mm -hmm. so yeah we we try to help in those spaces we try to
1: make help to give us time to go deeper as a family Mm -hmm. to block out all the other things yep so the help is in position so that we can spend more time together
0: somebody gave you a snack Oh, okay, that's awesome. Did you say thank Ooh. you?
1: What kind of snack you got, girl?
0: Um, uh, so because we have so many kids, they're asking, how do we make time for all the kids? And so uh, we do date night with the kids. So we'll do family date night, but then you'll take all the kids on a date individually. Mm-hmm. I'll kind of do the same thing. So we try to be intentional about making sure that we create time for all the kids to have alone time with us individually, with us together, and then with us as a family all Mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. Um, So just kind of carving out those times, being intentional with that. Mm -hmm. Anything else on that?
1: No, I think that's it. You have to have, you have to have a plan. Mm -hmm. Like you're very big about being drill sergeant, but it's like, it's important. Yes. Like when you have five kids and you have a whole family thing going on and you have a very busy career, um, both of us and coming together, you have to have a plan. And you have to have a structure. Right. It's like, like, yeah. So everything that you guys do is on a calendar? Yes. It has to be. It's color. <laughs> it has to be.
0: There are some things that I do like pop in or forget about, but we do have this color coordinated. Every, every kid has a color. It every has adult be. has a color. So
1: you and, have to make time intentional, like, you know, um, individual time. Like when the kids go to their extracurricular activity, that's, that's that's individual time to be able to talk with them on the way up. How they're processing it on the way back. Um, Scheduling date night. Sometimes it's the girls. Sometimes it's Roman and mommy. Sometimes it's father son. Sometimes it's um, a lot of times it's it's family. Like and being able to be together, operate as a team, Mm -hmm. and like constantly reinforcing that, like that we are individuals, but we're 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 individually part of a group. Yep. And um, like hitting on that, and so like you have to, and that's the that's the main thing. Like we want to have six or seven kids we've talked about it but the main thing is do we have the capacity to make sure that all our kids individually Mm -hmm. have enough from us yep that that's the only thing that's stopping us really like trying to make sure that we have that they have all the things that that they need individually to be full
0: yes and like with some of them like bailey Girl, she stays up super late so she's like the one i feel like she gets a lot of her questions out at her time late mm-hmm. at night because everybody else is sleeping mm-hmm. and she's up or eating. So we're able to be intentional and have conversations mm-hmm. and all that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so another question we have, it's kind of going into let's kind of speed through some of these. Um, let me go back. Self, like how do you carve out time for yourself in the business of life? I think for me, it's just kind of finding little quiet moments. Um, sometimes, recently I started um taking trips with some friends which I hadn't done that before mm-hmm. and that's been fun so like I love love that fan friend group for sure um what else how do you keep time out for yourself
1: uh I'll just watch a movie or play the game
0: I can't check out like that he can check out mentally no, I just need like to check that. out mentally
1: like yeah. if I can just get away to just give me a little bit of time to reset my mind um And I'm realizing that I I used to require more of it, but I don't need as much of it now.
0: He don't have a lot of friends though.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like I don't need, yeah, just going to hang out with the boys is never going to be my my thing. He
0: don't really have a lot of friends. He needs some friends. He's taking friend applications. (laughs) Male friend applications. (laughs) Um, So um, the other thing is, are you vegan? No, we're not vegan um we have been <laughs> we have been so before for, for a little brief but it's sorry we like fried chicken not i like bacon so no we are not vegan um uh, but we do uh create some vegan dishes sometimes mm-hmm. and uh, we kind of do uh little cleanses here or there yeah or we do we do
1: keep it clean like we don't we do a little bit here and there but we're we're, we're moving towards the healthier side like we do try to do like a Mediterranean diet and we do have like mint moments where we try to flesh out our systems.
0: Yes, but I'm a comfort food cook, so
1: mm-hmm. that becomes a
0: little complicated. But, yeah. but you do comfort foods healthier now. I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah. You don't give yourself no credit. <laughs> but we, we don't my, my cookbook going to come out. We don't care. We <laughs> We have come a long way. way. Everything was fried before. Mm-hmm. Um, the other question is <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, what do you do all day? then I, mean, I guess it was talking to me. <laughs> what do I do all day? Listen. Uh, I sit on the couch and I eat popcorn and I watch shows and my kids are just like crying on the floor and Folks I'm just like understand. oh, whatever, somebody get them and I, don't then think people really I go to the store and okay, I this is an important
1: question. So I'll stop playing. This is an <laughs> important question because people don't know what a stay at home mom goes through. And not only a stay-at-home mom, especially a stay-at-home mom at this level is way different. And a stay-at-home mom of five kids. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people have any idea of what that day looks like. Getting up and from the time your we little people hitting the ground, we have a full system in our house. First of all, our kids know what time to get up. Five kids up, fully dressed. Our oldest get our youngest they one's They got to get fully dressed fully dressed, in clothes, down, eating breakfast, up, doing reading time before school starts. Our kids do online school and they know how to log themselves in. They get on there and do their work, any homework they haven't done, that they need to finish. They know to finish it and get it submitted. just
0: the older two, though.
1: The older two. And our, our, our third child is has a teacher that comes in and helps. But then our younger two um, are pretty much in daycare and moving around and still have to be nursed and fed and um, – being phased in our, our second to youngest is being phased into school. And so, um, and this is going on functioning, having lunch, having snack, having to get time to go outside and, and have play and then be brought back in. And then being able to have kids go to extracurricular activities. And a lot of times I'm just getting out of work to be able to take the kids individually to, to their uh, extracurricular activity. And then, Uh, the kids kind of wrapping up their day and finishing up any work they need to Mm -hmm. have done. Then getting washed up, coming to eating dinner and then having a little bit of device time, which they haven't had all day. So the kids aren't being distracted with TV because they don't watch TV or have, or they can watch Superbook in brief moments of day or biblical movies or biblical movies that they can watch for brief moments during the day. But then at night they have their device time for an hour and a half. And then having their family worship time and then going to bed. Like that's a full day. And most of the time I'm gone. Um, and except when I'm coming in to, to do little my little brief moments. And so who's making this all work? Who's creating this structure and who's making that happen where if anything gets out of beat, it has to be put back into order so that it won't create chaos. Somebody has to be in charge of that. And that's you. Well, so you're me. the first one that had to be up, and then the last one to go down.
0: That's what I'm doing when I'm not on Amazon shopping and ordering all types of things on his business card. And...
1: <laughs> Listen, you still
0: shopping.
1: You still shopping, but I and I don't know how you do that and still have time to, to to make sure everything in the house is 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 up.
0: No, so okay, yeah, so I I do something. I don't do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, w- what's your most memorable football moment? Mine, I'm going to go <laughs> really quick. Mine is funny. I just remember when we first got to New York and I went to my first football game and, you know, I always thought football games like, yeah, you dress super cute and you go to the game or whatever or you dress super casual you go to the game. I'll never forget. Um, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But anyway, long story short, it was at some point in our first season. Um, there was somebody who came out, and they had like these super super. High, well, it was a, a few people, and they had like these uh, fur coats so that had like some little trains or something. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, so this is not how we dress to go to football." So oh, yeah, it York was just, right. it was just super different. But I remember somebody telling me they were like you. Joe name it he used to get come off the sideline they put like a fur coat or something around him so I was like oh well maybe that's, that's New York. Um, so that was my like that was my first time being like oh well, like I'm in a different, <laughs> different league I guess you yeah. do not wear sneakers and a t-shirt to the football game but no it was fun but that was like my that, when I think about like what was your most memorable? I'm like oh I was like so amazed oh, coming undressed. from the south like oh, whoa, oh okay way <laughs> Um, What about yours? What's your most memorable?
1: Um, Probably conference championship game. One game away from the Super Bowl. Yeah, that intensity and energy was way different. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm so sorry, y'all.
1: It's all good. We're going to get there. We're close. We're close. close.
0: Um, Why do people say football is family?
1: That's another question we have. Um, Football is family because football is like a fraternity, Mm -hmm. you know, especially when you get to this level, like it's only a few people that's been at that level to understand it and understand everything that come with it. And so, um, you know, it brings its own family with it, like its own brotherhood. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we have relationships with people that we met. that We never would have met if it wasn't for football.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I like that. Uh, we definitely made a ton of relationships and those people have become really like family for us. Um, but also I think, it's a small group of people who understand each other and you know what each other are kind of going through. And so it makes it easier sometimes to go to your football family than it does to go to your family family, because it's just certain things that they don't understand because they haven't been exposed to, or haven't experienced some of the things that you've experienced to understand why you feel the way you feel about certain things. Why do you do things the way that you do in decision-making or, Why do you, um, choose the, it's just, I Mm -hmm. feel like it's just a unique group of individuals who become family because there's no other choice really, if you're wanting to really function and, um, grow inside of this space. And so they just, you know, you're away from your family, you gotta have family, family away from family, home away from home. Um, the other thing is, um, faith. How do you grow deeper in your faith and how do you handle hard things?
1: Mm, um, I think your faith just has to be central. Mm-hmm. It just has to be uh, central. I, I heard this quote that said, uh, Light doesn't give life, only life gives life. Mm. And so, Jesus' word says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father except through me. And so, the only way to grow in your faith is to be plugged into the source. And so number one is you have to come into that relationship with God to be plugged in. And from there um, in the minute that we, have, we come into a relationship with Christ, we're justified, mm-hmm. meaning we have salvation. We're, we're eternally uh, part of the kingdom of God. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Um, that next part is sanctification. And that's the part where I feel like we could do the most learning as Christians is what does our life look like after coming to Christ Mm -hmm. and how do we grow from there? Yes. Um, And that's the sanctification practices. And that's, that's a partnership that is God's going to do his part. As long as you continue to pursue him, he's going to pursue you Mm -hmm. and it's going to be a fellowship. He's going to be there to meet you. And because like, there's nothing to destroy the relationship. Like our kids going to be our kids regardless, mm-hmm. but there's things that they can do or we can do that can destroy that relationship that not the relationship, but the fellowship and the harmonious right. environment. Like, and that's what you want to create. And the more peaceful that environment is between you and God, the more you're going to naturally grow. And, um, and what happens in that is the more we realize who we are in God, when the more you, um, Keep that environment peaceful, meaning read his word, uh, obey his word. It keeps the environment peaceful. And now in his presence, you're going to learn who he is and who you are Mm -hmm. in him. What does it mean to be a child of God? What does that mean? It means you're set apart. It means you're holy. It means you're whole. It means you have everything. You accept it. You belong. And when you truly believe that, your life is going to look different because a lot of us know We're holy and set apart, but we don't feel like it. We don't feel like I agree with you. I don't feel like I'm set apart. I don't feel like I'm holy. I don't feel like I'm perfect. Like, why don't I feel that? Well, it has to do with that relationship. And that's what's going to allow you to be made more and more into the image of God, because you're already a child of God. God has already declared it. Mm -hmm. He's already, if he didn't declare you perfect, then that means when you die, you don't go to heaven. How are you going to heaven? Because he's already declared you perfect as a child of God. Now that's the spirit inside you. That soul, that soul needs some work. That soul, soul needs, to, needs to be sanctified. That soul
0: out. needs some work,
1: work. And that's what it means. The word says work out your salvation, and that's what it looks like. That sanctification process is ongoing. Mm-hmm. And you only can do that by keeping that relationship peaceful between you and God. And the way that you do that is by finding out what God's word says and doing it. That's truth. His mm-hmm. word is true. That's righteousness. That means acting out what you hear the word say. Mm-hmm. And then keeping that peace, meaning when you don't know clearly what the word says or you don't know quite what to do, don't move until you hear from God on what to do. That keeps it peaceful. Mm-hmm. And then picking up faith. Like when 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 you don't, when you're going through hard times, you have to lean on faith. Like, And faith uh, is an action. Faith is the expressive work of what God has said, even if I don't feel it. Mm-hmm. So, um, I heard Tony Evans say, um, uh, faith is acting like it is so, even when it is not so, so that it may be so because God said so. So it's like, God said, this is going to work out for my good. I don't feel like this is going to work out for my good, but I'm going to act like it is. I'm going to start praising. I'm going to start saying hallelujah. Like it's already worked out for my good, even though it hasn't, I'm going to put a smile on my face. I'm going to be joyful. Even though it's hard, I'm going to act. I'm going to praise him. That's why you say praise him in advance. And, him in I'm, and I'm going to celebrate him. And then when it turns, God did what he said he was going to do. So you're doing it. You're already celebrating. Like, don't wait till it happens to start praising, praising before, it, because that's faith.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then it's, 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 um, uh, you know, his salvation, which is we saved through grace and grace means everything is already available to us. His grace is sufficient for you. Meaning mm-hmm. God don't got to do nothing else. Like we, a lot of time we're praying we for God, needed. he's already done it. So whatever you're looking for in your situation in this hard time, God has already provided. You just need to unlock it. Yep. You just need to have it revealed to you so you can understand it. And so that's why you pray to him. And then uh, just using the sword of the spirit, like the word of God, you have to speak the word of God over your life. Like, Excuse me. Find a few verses that you can just speak like Jesus. When he was combating against Satan, he was saying, as it is written, as it is written, as it is written, he was using the word. So if Jesus had to speak the word, you think we don't have to?
0: But we have to know it.
1: You have to know so it. To
0: speak it, and that requires us to spend time.
1: That's why it begins with truth. Mm-hmm. You have to go to God's word to know what his word is saying.
0: Yep. Because you can't become doers of the word Mm-mm. fully Mm-mm. until you have heard it, seen mm-hmm. it, read it. Mm-hmm. And then. Mm-hmm. But then you don't want to just be hearers and seeers. At all of the word, you want to definitely, be, definitely a doer. be a doer, but you got to go to it to know what it's requested. Yeah, and if it. you
1: don't know the word, you could be doing some parts and not doing others, mm-hmm. and you feel like you're a doer of the word. I'm, I'm doing all the big things, right. yeah, but it's some other things that you're not doing, right? And uh, one of those very things is living out as a child of God, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, if you the, the word tells us be anxious about nothing. Well, if we anxious about stuff, then we're not doing the word. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, if I'm fearful the word says, I didn't give you a spirit of fear. Well, if I'm fearful and I don't know how to get out of it, I'm not doing the word. And so like, like we want to be, we want to be doers of the word. That's why we want to spend so much time in the word, because it's it's a lot of parts that we don't even know. Mm -hmm. And how do you know if you're doing it? If you don't even know what's in there. That's the thing yeah
0: that that's the thing and i would just encourage you if you are really trying to grow in your faith walk definitely plug it into a local church Mm -hmm. i think finding some small groups getting some accountability partners Mm -hmm. spending time in in prayer and worship and establishing just just that foundation requires you to know also how you connect best with god Mm -hmm. in my opinion and that's something that i don't think we always cling to it's like okay where do I feel the most connected guy? How do I feel the most connected guy? How mm-hmm. do I go about making sure that in the midst of the hustle and bustle of life mm-hmm. that I am going to him, I am connected and interacting with him. I'm growing in my intimacy with him. And that's not going to always for everybody be, you know, sitting and reading, you know, for hours and hours a day. And so mm-hmm. knowing how, you know, you meet him and he meets you, um, is important yeah. as well. That's fine. Yep. So that's all of our questions, but if you guys have more questions, I think you could just drop them, shoot them over, shoot them over. And at some point in life, we'll be back to answer some, (laughs) some point in life, there were some more questions we didn't get to. So at some point in life, we'll get to those too, but
1: what's, what's, what's being answered on 12, 12 isn't a Q and a, you got something spicy for I don't
0: know. We, we, I think we got to go out with a bang. That'd be something super, super spicy. I'm
1: excited super spicy yeah Hot spice make chicken
0: all right well thank y'all for joining us thanks for the questions we enjoyed answering them have some more shoot them our way and we are almost done go back and listen to all the episodes and hope you can gather some insight on a lot of different cool topics peace